I am a little bit of a drama queen, but I definitely will be having a horrible day and then wash my hair, style it, and then think, okay, everything's actually all right. <laughs> and one of the best products I've tried recently is Waze New Hair Gloss. It takes five minutes. It's an easy addition to your routine. You do it in the shower. It's made with hyaluronic acid and rice water. Not only does the hair gloss give you immediate shine straight from the shower, it also helps treat damage and enhance color vibrancy, so your hair is looking and feeling healthier. It also helps prevent heat damage up to 450 degrees, which is very important to me. And then it's honestly just a bonus that my hair looks shinier and healthier. The hair gloss is only one of the amazing products that Way makes. They have an amazing leave-in conditioner, a great detox shampoo, some lovely fragrances, and a hair oil. So give your hair a glow up with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use promo code Lexi, L-E-X-I-E, for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com with promo code Lexi. You ever want to tap into something a little fun? A fun pair of shoes that are also quite functional? That's a cowboy boot. And get a pair of Tacovas to help. Tacovas is the real deal. They're a really amazing brand. Their boots have this time-honored tradition and take over 200 steps to create. They're designed in Austin, tested in Texas, and made down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. They're also fun. They believe in Western for all. So when you go into a Tacova store, you're greeted like family, offered a boot shine, and a drink. Even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. You can even get custom leather stamping or branding that makes your boots feel truly one of a kind. So look up your closest store on tacovas.com. As a special opportunity for my listeners, Tacova said that they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free in any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas. Just use code LEXI at checkout. That's L-E-X-I-E. At checkout and add free logo hat to your order. And that's only at tacovas.com. Point your toes west. Hello, hello, everybody. I'm Lexi Lombard, your host of the At Lexi podcast. New week, holiday season. Holiday parties began in my life last week, and they were fun. I was having fun. I had a really good week. I've been in a little bit of a phase where things have been slow, and I've been relaxing, and that's been great, taking time. But things were pretty jam-packed last week, and I adored it. Christmas shopping has been fun. My friend had a launch party for her new brand last week, and that was great because it was friends and family so everybody knew each other and I think brand events can be a bit intimidating sometimes because in the industry of social media most people are known for their personalities but with brand events you're kind of on behavior where you're not really sure you're like is this a networking event how much of my personality should I scale back or in in which side of my personality should I show but at an event like that It's just all the people that I would see at a house party and be like, oh, so glad you're here. Where I could turn any direction and talk to someone and it was fun. Also, everybody was dressed up. I love dressing up. I was putting outfits together back to back to back last week, which I love myself a little daytime outfit, but it's nice to put on a pair of heels. I have these adorable little Gucci heels that I have been waiting to put on. It just hadn't felt right yet. And they have the little gold horse bit. They're precious. And I finally got to break them out. And then the next day, my friend was hosting a live podcast. So my friend and I went to the El Rey and we cheered her on. And that was really fun. 
And then I had Claudia come over. It was a really big week for Claudia. Claudia's one of my best friends who launched Cycler. So we had the Cycler event on Tuesday. And then she came over on Wednesday or Thursday and filmed Thursday. Filmed Pick My Fit With Me. And that episode is up. It's adorable. She dressed me for her holiday party. And her party on Friday was so much fun. I had such a blast. It was basically all the same people that were there on Tuesday. Same energy where everywhere I turned, I'm like, ugh, it'll be so fun to fall in a conversation with you or do whatever. The big drink that we were having, which we had it last year as well, taking shots of peppermint schnapps and then chasing it with a little bit of Hershey's chocolate syrup. Apparently peppermint schnapps is 90 proof and those shots are a little peppermint patty. My goodness, dangerous, very fun. Similarly, was a little dressed up, had a long black skirt on, some little kitten heels, and then I spent the weekend rounding up final Christmas presents because this week is a lot of Secret Santa, White Elephant, a lot of the friends gift exchange before people start going home for the holidays. I'm excited for my holiday. I won't be going back to the East Coast this year, but one of my cousins, who is like a sister to me, she's flying out to Utah and we're going to go skiing in Park City, which I'm very excited for. And then I'll be back in LA Christmas morning and I'm going to host a little Christmas breakfast for my friends here. And I'm having my dad send me my mom's famous cinnamon coffee cake. It's more like monkey bread, but we call it coffee cake recipe. And I'm really looking forward to having her be a part of the celebration through that dish. And then I'm going over to a friend's family's for their Christmas dinner. And it's not going to be too much crazy travel. I like that I'm spending it locally. I'm happy about that. And I've been dying to ski. I think I've talked about this on the podcast, but I adore skiing. I grew up skiing not very frequently, but at least once a year. My dad skied. My mom didn't ski. She was a little lodge bunny. I grew up going to Canaan Valley, you know, even just a quick little trip to Mass and Nutton in Virginia. There's a few places in Maryland and Pennsylvania as well that I would go to, but none of these mountains are revolutionary that I went to until I moved to California and then I took a trip to Colorado and I think I went to Winter Park was the first one. That skiing is so extraordinary. So extraordinary. Apparently Park City is fantastic. I'm so thrilled because when I moved to New York, I took a day trip on my birthday to Hunter Mountain and it's just good to get out there. I'm not picky. I just want to get out there. And then my friend's family that took me on their ski trips, her and I decided to take a trip to Mammoth last year. Ski that. That was gorgeous. And then this year, Park City. Never been. I'm excited. I think I'm flying back Christmas Eve, which I think is also good because if I was sitting home Christmas Eve by myself, there would be a little bit of like, oh, I regret this decision, but I'm in transit. And then I'm going to host Christmas morning. Wow, I had to pull up the map on my camera roll to see all these different places that I've skied just to refresh my memory on what they were called. And I'm looking at how many spots light up in California across the whole state, which is so exciting because my goal this year was to explore California and I really, really did. Okay, I went to Monterey. I saw Big Sur and Carmel. Was in Morro Bay two weeks ago, Laguna Beach last week. I've been to San Francisco this year. I went to Joshua Tree this year. Palm Springs twice. Santa Barbara. San Diego. I mean, so since moving here, I really made it an effort and I love that it's, I love that it's all filling up. Now I'm thinking I should sit down, give myself a little time and do a roundup for the year as a final episode 
for 2023. I'm ready for 2024. I've been protecting my peace lately. Things are good. Most of my presents are purchased and wrapped. My friend and I spent all of Sunday going to all the best boutiques in our neighborhood and surrounding neighborhoods. And damage was done. I also did purchase two things for myself. I got a really cute pair of shoes and a red sweater. I need a red sweater for the holidays. It's Lacoste, it's wool, and the shoes I got were the Camper X Kiko Costed Enough. They're the sandals. They're really cute. Go look them up. And the only justification for purchasing a shoe like that this time of year is that I live in California. I'm recording an episode of Pick My Fit with Siafi, who will be this week's guest, and I'm really wanting her to style them. I have a date tonight, so I'm considering having her dress me for said date, but I'd rather choose something more bold so she can show off her eccentric style. Just thinking about it. For some people, it's very obvious. You're dressing me for this. But Siafi, I'm like, dress me for what? An ayahuasca ceremony? You have to look at her Instagram. She's so colorful and fabulous. Her style is so fun and playful. I'm like, you can dress me for more than just a date. This this date, I'm probably just going to wear a little black dress and call it a night. Now that it's the end of the year, people are circling back. I don't know if anyone else is having this experience that's listening to this. My friends and I seem to be having it. Old flings, dimmed crushes are coming out of the woodworks. I don't know if they're feeling heartfelt because it's the giving season. I'm not sure. And I believe in the last episode, I was discussing who I want in a partner. And I believe I made the comment, but it's the end of the year and everyone's busy with their families. So we'll see. Nope, apparently not. People are really coming back. I have a couple crushes right now. That's fun. Crushes are dangerous though. Crushes are so dangerous. They can be consuming. It depends on the level of the crush because I've had consuming crushes before where it's getting in the way of my routine. It's getting in the way of my life. I can't focus because I am crushing so hard. Trying not to do that right now. Trying to just let these people be cuties in my life. And then New Year's is right around the corner and I'm really debating, do I spend it in New York or do I just stay here? My thought process behind that is I miss my friends and it's only going to get colder there. So there's a window because we're hitting that point in the year for those bi-coastal people, the people that are going back and forth between New York and LA. Come January, February, March, that's when New York City comes to California, okay? What we just had was the season where LA people are visiting New York and I don't think I really did it enough. (laughs) I messed up, man. No, this is... Once again, number 16,000 why I love being self-employed. Like when I was in Laguna Beach two weeks ago, the way that I could just work there, so good. Editing is done on a laptop. As long as I have Wi-Fi, I am good to go. If you've been listening to the episodes this year, especially the more recent ones, you'll know that I have some nerves around holiday season and I am so pleased. I wish I could go back and tell my past self, my recent past self from just a couple months ago, you're gonna be fine. This holiday season is treating you well. You're doing great. Don't you worry, because I was worried. One thing about me is I don't worry very often, but I was, in fact, absolutely worried. I was not just afraid, I was petrified. 
thinking I could never live without you. Okay. So far, we've had a dazzling holiday season, and I'm feeling vivacious. So that's where I'm at. Let's see where you're at. Every single week, I ask for questions on Instagram. The name of this podcast is literally my Instagram handle, so you can find me there if you want to participate. I'm going to go through what you guys have asked, but first, a word from today's sponsors. It was time for me to create a website. It was a long time coming. I have a ton of graphic design that I've made back in the day, thumbnails I've made for YouTube, YouTube videos, hosting gigs that I want to be able to show as a portfolio. So I made one on Squarespace and this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. It truly is such a user-friendly experience when it comes to making websites. If you have no idea where to start, they can make it look gorgeous for you. It's very user-friendly. But then if you also have a very specific vision, you're able to do that here as well. They also have email campaigns. You can easily collect all of your email subscribers on your site and then build connections and repeat business through regular email updates. You can introduce your brand to subscribers with welcome emails or announce an upcoming sale or send your top customers a discount code. There's built-in analytics that measure the impact of every send. Head to squarespace.com slash Lexi and save 10% off on your first purchase of a website or domain using code Lexi, L-E-X-I-E. This podcast is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create beautiful websites, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your terms. You can sell your products on an online store or create custom merch easily to create a passive income stream that engages your audience and scales your brand. Design your products and production inventory and shipping are all handled for you, saving you time and money. Use their analytical insights to grow your business. Learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. Improve your website and build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com Lexi to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com L-E-X-I-E. Evardsi asked for white elephant gift ideas. So one of the white elephants, the limit was $30. Ouija board. I think that's so fun. Another one was a lava lamp. And the third one was a double gift where it had a package of magnets that have the different words on it where you can create poems on your fridge. But it was an erotic version. And then there was what looked like a kid's storybook, but it had a hole in the middle. Like, it's not that funny. (laughs) But I have stupid boys in that group and they're going to think it's so funny. But it's what looks like a kid's book with a hole in the middle that you stick your dick in. And each page has a stage (laughs) and so it puts like a little bow tie on it it's dumb it's dumb but it's a white elephant gift then for another white elephant gift actually they might listen to this but that one I got a bit more of a serious thing so coffee table book is a great idea maybe the Sofia Coppola one because for that white elephant we had a hundred dollar limit also a massage gift card for your friend that's stressed out. If you're in LA, I think an Erewhon gift card and a couple snacks is cute. Essence is having their sale right now, and if there's a group of bougie friends of yours, you can get them some fun things either for wearing, accessories, or for the home on the Essence sale. Those are some ideas. Veronica wants to know if it's possible to have a healthy relationship with social media. Yes, 
but it takes a lot of discipline because it's tricky. One of the biggest ways I think to maintain a healthy relationship with it is to make sure you have a busy, fruitful, and fulfilling personal life in the physical world. You need to be up and at them on earth and make sure that you have good, healthy relationships in the physical realm. I think the most addictive one, as a lot of people do, is TikTok. And what I find is that if I get on TikTok on a Monday, I am screwed. I'm on TikTok all week. If I don't go on TikTok on Monday, I probably don't go on it on Tuesday, which means I probably am not thinking about it much on Wednesday. And then sometimes I'll go a whole week without really being on it. And that's great. I was listening to an interview between Emma Chamberlain and, oh, what are those guys' names? It was my first interview that I've seen from them, but they were fantastic interviewers. It's a two-hour-long interview. You probably know the one that I'm talking about. But she was comparing different social medias to beverages. She said, watching YouTube is like having a glass of wine. Reading a book is like sipping tea. A podcast is a cup of coffee. Watching a TikTok is like having a line of Coke. And it's easy to have a healthy relationship with a book because it's easy to have a healthy relationship with tea. You know, YouTube, you watch a little bit, you have a couple glasses of wine, it's not bad. You're drinking bottles and bottles, it might be a problem. Listening to too many podcasts, you might be too amped up. Too much coffee. If you're overloaded on TikTok, it screws your brain up. I swear, I can feel it every single time. Anytime I go too far with TikTok, I'm not mentally okay. It takes a day to recover. I'm fully not kidding. So there are ways to maintain a healthy relationship, but the creators of these different platforms are not making it easy because they don't exactly want you to have a healthy relationship with it. They just want you to be on it. They just want you to be there. They want to get the streams. They want to get the purchases, whatever they're looking for. Just something to be mindful of and watch out for. Lil Riz asked, love, love, love your podcast. What's your process with the ideas to production? Thank you. This is how it works. I record the podcast on Mondays. So every single week on Sunday, I post on my Instagram asking for questions. I look through my camera roll, see what I've been doing for the past week. I look through my journal, see what I've written, what's been a common theme, and then make notes and go from there. Switching gears entirely, Victoria Goy asked, how often should we masturbate? As often as you want to. Personally, I go in spurts. I might go days without it. And then I need to do it every day for like a week and a half. So it really just, it just depends. Also, sometimes a breeze hits a certain way and you're like, whoa, hold up. <laughs> I need to do something. <laughs> Um, as often as you want but some people don't need it I would argue against that actually I would say everybody needs uh, but if if you're a single person times are tough it is hard to find someone that I want to have sex with for me to want to have sex with someone I need to baseline feel physically attracted to them and then if I'm in the headspace to detach then I can let that be what it is. I don't know if I'm there right now. Because right now I'm at the place where I need to be adored and cherished. But masturbation is a fantastic solution to that. Feelings aren't getting mixed up in that because that's an experience between me, myself, and I. And no one can ruin that for me. So I think it's a safe bet. <laughs> Revel said, talk us through what's in your bag. I wish I had my purse with me. I just put my wallet and keys in my podcast tote. But if I look through my purse because I've been 
using that same one for my travels recently. I know there are shells in it because I was at the beach, a business card for a psychic, a Pat McGrath lip gloss. Just got that. Probably more than one pair of sunglasses. I don't know. I'll either film a little TikTok or Instagram reel of that, or I'll bring the bag with me next week and clean it out for you. Because what's in my bag is so much fun, especially after a trip and you've just been using the same bag because it really collects some fun things and it really tells a story. Francis asks trends that you think are overdone. I say this regretfully. I'm getting a little tired of the bows. Truthfully, with my deepest regrets, because bows are in fact precious and adorable, but I am getting bow overload. And I think the goal was accomplished, right? We brought bows back. Thank you, Sandy Liang. Thank you, Cottagecore girls that wore braided pigtails with bows at the end all summer. You're brilliant. We're all keen on it. Thank you. But now I'm not as eager to wear bows and I feel I feel a little embarrassed at the moment to wear anything with too big of a bow. You know what I mean? Maybe that's just because I'm so head up the ass of the internet. It's hard to say. But as I said, that's one I say regretfully. Other trends that I think are overdone. Trends that I don't think are overdone. I'm loving pants, underskirts, and dresses. I got so many compliments. I wore two different outfits with pants under a skirt and pants under a dress last week. Received compliments on both. You know what the pants were? Because people are trying to find the perfect little tight, slightly flared pant. I was wearing my old high school Under Armour flared leggings. My friend had me do an outfit of the day for her Vlogmas TikTok. <laughs> that sentence would definitely send a Victorian child into a coma. So I was showing her the dress, and then I lifted up the dress enough where you could see the Under Armour logo. Surprise! I love that trend. I also want to try the office siren makeup. I saw a girl make a tutorial thinning her eyebrows with concealer in a way that looked wearable and I was intrigued and I want to try that. I also love that eyeshadow is having a moment. I want blush lips and some silver shadow everywhere. I want it applied messy. I think there's something really sweet about makeup that looks like it was applied when you're a little drunk or almost like a child applied it. An internet girly that I love. I brought her up on the podcast, actually. I gave her a shout out because she was really inspiring me a few weeks ago. Zoe Kim Keneally. She made a video on TikTok or Instagram about typical makeup faux pas that she actually thinks, if done well, could be great. Giving examples like smudged eyeliner. And then another one she said was lip product that's been a little bit smeared over the lip line and I agree with that one. I agree with the eyeliner one as well. I just, I don't wear very much dark eyeliner. I have big eyes but I haven't mastered dark shadow. Tyra really has. My friend Tyra can do intense eye makeup and it looks fantastic. It looks siren-esque, sultry, sensual, and glamorous. I think it's too harsh on me. Maybe black is not the color I should be using for it. I don't know. I, I never quite mastered it. Another trend that I'm loving is people decorating their bags. People are adding necklaces, pins, stamps onto their bag, ribbons, bracelets. It's so fun. 
my tote right now has two necklaces and a little it's supposed to be an attachment for your phone but I added that onto my bag and it just gives it a lot of personality a trend that I think a lot of us are over is that very colorful pastel Copenhagen style that we saw in 2020 also a style that I'm over is the long nails but I think that's just because I climb now and I can't have them when I had long nails and I was getting acrylics or gel X on a regular basis I was constantly looking at other girls' hands, admiring their nails. Ever since I stopped getting them, it's like I don't even notice. It's, I'll be with a friend all night, and then I'm like, oh, wow. Like, she has a really fancy long manicure on right now. And I have no envy towards it the way that I used to. Not envy, but just ins- not inspiration either. Admiration. That's what I'm looking for. So there's a little mix. I know you asked for trends I'm over, but I gave you trends I'm over and trends I'm into. Sorry to the bow. And if you see me wearing a bow... Maybe I've made an exception or I've changed my mind. I'm capable of hypocrisy. Finesse Queen asked, are you still taking mushrooms and smoking weed on the reg? Just curious. I have not taken mushrooms in quite some time. I'm convinced that they don't work the same now that I'm on an SSRI. And I truthfully think that it might be too new age to bring up to my psychiatrist. But I would love to get off my SSRI and just microdose on the Fadiman method one to three days. One every three days. Smoking weed, however, I am taking little baby bong rips. I'll say it. I'll say it. I'll say it. Just not every day, but maybe twice a week. Nothing crazy. And just one or two baby, baby ones, okay? You know, my friend packs it. She takes the fresh hit. Or I'll just lay up a little bit of the corner. Nothing much. I can't handle too much. And then I also have little baby two milligram edibles that I'll take every now and then. But yeah, weed's a part of my life at the moment. And I'll keep smoking until I have a bad time and then it's over. And I'm off for months. Shika Shikanika asked for something I'm leaving behind in 2023 and something I'm welcoming in in 2024. Something I'm leaving behind. You know what? Let's have a moment of honesty. I was feeling a little bit desperate during this year financially. The recession has impacted the budgets that are going towards social media advertisements. And I had fantastic financial years, 2019, 2020, 2021, and even 2022. And 2023 was not the same. I had a steady increase going and I had a drop this year. And I considered okay, let's rethink what deals we're saying yes to. Maybe let's be a little bit more lenient and maybe let's give some consideration to brands that maybe I wouldn't have given my time to in prior years. And I recently had a talk with myself and was also very inspired by the same interview by Emma Chamberlain where I really admire the route that she's taken with brand deals where every single one felt like a good alignment and they're all high-low You know, seeing her in a high fashion outfit hosting the Met Gala with Vogue, I'm like, absolutely, say yes to that. When she had a kava bowl, I thought, amazing. That also makes sense to me. I've seen her Warby Parker ads, and I love seeing her face as the face of a campaign. And the interviewer is asking her about her brand relationships, had come up with a term that I can't remember at the moment, about rather than her creating content for a brand it was finding a brand and making it fit into her world and that was the perspective at the right time that i needed to hear 
because I started to have my head on a swivel, like, okay, maybe I should take things that don't seem, or maybe I should give a second thought to things that were initially a knee-jerk no, and I want to leave that behind in 2023. When projects, advertisers, brands, campaigns come my way, I want to be really intentional with it this year. When projects, campaigns, offers of advertisements come my way, I want to make sure that that really, really makes sense. I want to get specific with that alignment. So that's something I want to welcome in for 2024. Leaving behind this reconsidering being like, well, maybe I should give it a second thought because it would be nice to have that check. And then in 2024, I'll find other ways to make money, you know? Also, I finally started making money from this podcast last year, or this year. This year is the first year that I've made money from my podcast. I had a horrible contract with a different network. If I told you how much I made my entire year from the podcast in 2022, you would be astonished and embarrassed on my behalf. It was scary. And this year, it's probably 50, 60% of my income, which is fantastic. So I like that I can be pickier. I want to be pickier coming 2024. Pickier is not the right word. I want to be very intentional. Intentional feels trite. I give up. I'm going to be intentional. Madison wants no essentials for Christmas time to make it even more festive. Listening to Christmas music, obviously. I'm embarrassed that I even said that as the first one. I put a wreath outside the door. So every time I walk into my apartment, I'm like, oh, it's Christmas time. And then I'm going to start making festive dishes. The dishes have gotten heartier. I was at Erewhon the other day. <laughs> I had myself a Christmas awfully. I had lamb chops, mushroom risotto, and dark leafy green salad. I was looking at my plate, you know, in the hot plate, which looks like cafeteria food. I thought, wow, this is my, <laughs> this is my Christmas. It was so good. I love Erewhon hot bar as a single person because cooking for yourself is not fun. Cooking with someone else for other people, fantastic. Also, cooking meat is intimidating. I'm not at the stage of life where I see lamb chops at the grocery store and think, mm-hmm, I know just what to do with these. But I'm at the Air One Hot Bar and I see good-looking lamb chops. Hard like two. Thanks. Because yeah, it's overpriced and it probably needs a little salt. Everything at Air One is lacking salt. But I know that it would take me a lot of time to make mushroom risotto, a dark green salad, and lamb chops. And this is a way where I can have it just for dinner. Easy peasy. 20 bucks. I'll take it. And by 20, it was probably like 35. I don't know. I never know what I'm about to pay when I get my hot plate back to me. Like, is this going to be $42 or is this going to be $9? I have no idea. Brianna wants to know, how are you liking Pick My Fit? I love it. Best Instagram series I've ever made. It is so fun. Can't wait to record it today. Anonymous said, Lexi, I feel visibly so ugly. Everyone around me looks pretty. What do I do? Help. I feel you. I am friends with some of the prettiest women I have ever seen in my entire life. I look around. You ladies are stunning. And the classic quote comparison is the thief of joy. Don't try to replicate what they're doing that works for them. Really go from within. And I said this to someone that had asked a question, what do I do on a bad body image day? Don't try to fight against it. Lean into it. If you're not feeling hot and sexy, great. Wear black, you know? Don't wear your tight pants 
And if you feel visibly so ugly, wear the things in your closet that you're like, I feel good in this every time. I feel so confident in this always. And maybe go shopping, like get yourself a nice new bra. If your socks have holes in them, get yourself a new pair of socks. If you're using a ratty old hairbrush, maybe it's time to upgrade some of these things to your beauty routine, to get a new shampoo, use heat on your hair. Sometimes if I'm feeling ugly, I just need to do my hair. And I'm like, wow, huh, that was pretty simple. In conjunction with that, a lot of times if I'm ever feeling ugly, it's either A, hormonal, B, it is on the surface. I really just do feel like physically not great. I feel confident within myself, but like not my best face day. And then the third is I'm feeling insecure within myself and it's showing up as a physical symptom when in reality it's a internal. It's an internal problem that's manifesting as a physical symptom. So my brain's like, okay, like we're fat, we're ugly. When in reality it's, oh, we've had a lot of alone time this week and we don't feel our purpose. We're not connected to what we need to be doing and we're ruminating and now we're thinking it's the fault of our body when that's not the problem. So try to figure out which one it is because if that's the problem, getting a new hairbrush is not going to solve that. But if it is just a surface level, like I'm not on my beauty game right now, then getting yourself a new little skims bra or something could actually fix fix the issue. Chantel asked how to host a vision board night. Have everyone bring over their laptops. Claudia Tyra and I do these. We are all little tech girlies, so we have our iPads. Or Tyra, I don't think, has one. Embarrassing. (laughs) Just kidding. I got mine as a gift when I was in art school. Doesn't matter. (laughs) Bring your laptop or your iPad. Whatever tech. You could use your phone. And we go on Pinterest and we save photos and we make vision boards on Canva or Procreate or Photoshop. We make a little digital one and then we airplay our vision boards on the TV and give a presentation. And that's how you do it. I don't even know if we've had like snacks or drinks or anything. We just are like, okay, this is what I'm bringing in for the new year. It's cute. It's really sweet. It feels like the elevated version of things that I was doing with my friends in elementary and middle school. Anonymous, please. Lexi, I'm turning 20 soon. How do I productively analyze my life goals and such? Personally, I think your 20s, especially your early 20s, is all about exploration. I don't think it's the time for decision making. A lot of people would beg to differ, especially those in higher education. We're like, great. Have you picked your major? What do you want to do with your life? I really think 20 is time for seeing the world, meeting new people, living in a new place, and gaining experiences, finding teachers, mentors, and not in a direct sense, but being curious, being a sponge. MVN, MV never. Asked, what's your go-to seat at the cinema? My go-to seat, probably 75, 80% of the way back in the middle. Isn't that everyone's preferred seat? I guess if I'm on a date, I want like the last row in case it gets cheeky. OMG Talia asked for my favorite childhood book series. This came up during a guided meditation that I was doing recently and I had completely forgotten about this series. I read it in middle school. It was my favorite series in sixth grade. It was the Mediator series by Meg Cabot, and it was a girl who was a teenage mediator, and so she was able to talk to ghosts, and it was the people that hadn't officially crossed over yet, 
and her main goal was to help them get to the afterlife. I loved it. I almost want to reread it just to see what it's like and if I would still enjoy it. And Dennis wants to know if I have any current obsessions. I'm obsessed with Erewhon, as I've already talked about. I know it's basic. And it's not an obsession the way that I think it's amazing. It's healthy and convenient. And it's probably where I spend a majority of my money. Other obsessions? My friend had a subletter who I've become friends with. And we started watching SVU downstairs every night. And now I'm really watching Law & Order SVU from the beginning. And I think I have to watch at least one episode a day. I'm on season two, so nothing too crazy. That's kind of basic. And rock climbing, obviously. Did anyone see the video that I posted a couple days ago where I was climbing and then to get to the next step of the climb, I had to jump backwards and grab a hold and pull myself up. It was the first time I'd ever done that. It was so fun. It was so fun. That was on Sunday. It's Tuesday now. That was two days ago and I'm already itching to go back. I love climbing. I want everyone to find a little hobby that they adore in the new year. So give it some thought. Also give yourself a little thought on how you can find fruitful relationships and also maintain a healthy relationship with social media. It is possible. It's not easy, but it's possible. And thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you have a fantastic week. I will talk to you here again next week. XOXO, Lexi.